Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. So today on the Practical Magic Podcast, I am joined by Lola Hode, who is a creative coach for female entrepreneurs. She's also the founder of One Girl Band, which is one of the UK's first co-working spaces for female entrepreneurs and One Girl Banders. On the show today, we're talking all about community over competition and why everything is so much better when it's people powered. So welcome onto the show, Lola. And Lola is a creative business coach and female entrepreneur and founder of One Girl Band, which is an awesome space, a collective for female entrepreneurs and creatives down here in Brighton. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the show, Lola. I'm so happy to have you. If you could see what I could see, it's just the most gorgeous <laughs> thing. Just spending time with this woman anyway makes me oh. happy. But she's here with Barney. Barney Barnster. Barney Barnster. And he's just like, I'm just the happiest thing. I'm here in my mum's arms and it's all good so welcome to the show Lola let's learn a little bit more about your backstory and why you do what you do my darling oh so hi thank you for having me um I am yeah I'm a creative coach writer podcaster also um founder of one girl band I'm a bit of a slashy that's kind of what I like like slashy um why do I do what I do why do I do what I do (laughs) no I so I I started in the world of business when I was 19, um, in 2014, showing my age there. And I started with a paper goods design studio called LH Design, which was just selling hand-lettered greeting cards and prints. And I went into that after I was made redundant from a little graphic design job I had. In fact, it's my four-year anniversary next week. No way. Wow, look at what you've done in four years, Mm. woman. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, so I had LH Design and I I didn't go to uni. I moved down here when I was 17, um, kind of shunned education as it were. I was going to be a photographer. That was kind of what I was um, passionate about. And that's what I thought, okay, that's my that's going to be my career. And then I have a string of mental health issues that I've had since I was 11-ish, 11, 12. Um, and... I had to leave the college that I came down here to do, so I just went to City College just up the road. Had to leave there, and basically, I just didn't know what to do with my life. I knew that I didn't want a nine-to-five kind of conventional J-O-B. So I found this tiny little graphic design studio, worked with them, learned so much, but then, yeah, made redundant. And again, I knew I couldn't go back to the nine to five. I knew that I was made for something more without sounding wanky. Um, I knew that, yeah, that like it, it wasn't me to be in an office all day, which is ironic because now I'm in an office, but it's my office, so yeah. it still counts. Yeah, exactly. It's your baby. Yeah, and yeah, so I started H Design, had no clue what I was doing, still have no clue what I'm doing, but like to know I know a little bit more. Um, and it just, I mean, it was crickets. It was crickets for the first six months. And then I created a graphic that said shop independent this Christmas, wrote about how we should be shopping independent at Christmas, and it blew up. It went viral, as it were, in quotes. <laughs> Finger waves. <laughs> Finger waves. And yeah, the brand blew up, um, was getting recognized. Postman's just come through the door. <laughs> He's just bringing more amazingness that Lola's probably so, created. All the ASOS day. packages. Yeah, all the ASOS <laughs> packages. That too. That too, that too. And yeah, and I kind of just went from there. I grew very fast with LH Design. Um, and then One Girl Band came about about a year later because I was just feeling incredibly lonely, incredibly isolated, as I'm sure you know. Yes. Um, when you're working from home all day, every It can day. be a great thing, as we were just oh, yeah. reflecting. <laughs> it can be an amazing thing if you don't want to see anybody and yeah. you do kind of like your own company. Mm-hmm. But when you're like... No showers. Yeah, exactly. Pajamas. Staying in your PJs all day, <laughs> endless day. But yeah, there's a certain, some point where you've just got you've got yeah. to see company and you've got yeah. to be around other people. You have to speak you? to humans yeah. other than the postman yeah. and the barista or the dog. Or the dog. <laughs> and yeah, I just I think 
from what I remember, this is going to sound awful, but I can't remember when I decided, okay, I need to get all these women who I was discovering on social media who were doing their own thing, I need to get them into the same room in real life. Um, I just remember putting like a note on Instagram saying, I'm hosting a meetup in um, Hen Restaurant, RIP. Yes. So I'm no longer there. Um, and it sold out in like half an hour. And I was like, okay, I'm onto something yeah. here had the event, it was amazing, people wanted it every month, so we were doing it monthly, and gradually just kind of adding more bits into it to make it a proper thing. Because to begin with, it was just a side little passion project, next to design. And then last year, in fact, next week, last year, I opened up the space, so the One Go Band space, which is a co-working space for female entrepreneurs who work for and by themselves. And it, yeah, I don't know how how I got here, but, <laughs> but somehow. Is, but I love this, right? Because what it shows, because we can get so tied into this idea that we are supposed to have it all figured out, mm-hmm. you know. And especially as an entrepreneur, right? I've got my five year plan. It's yeah. I've got my business plan. It's all written out. I didn't have it. No. No, and no. we don't. And and I love this idea that we're making it up as we go along. Yeah. But hey, look at what can happen when we do, right? You exactly, and you open the door to possibility and to allow other people to kind of come in and come into that magic without kind of being so blinkered Mm. by it yeah and I think I know obviously the professional the proper way to do it is have a business plan is to have your five-year plan but I think it's more fun just obviously having a clear idea of what you want like it was always since the beginning since kind of the beginning of being in business I knew that I wanted to create a space for women whether that was physical or digital or just just any space for women to take so the intention and the energy and the vision was there yeah yeah yeah. and I don't know if that well I mean I'm sure it helps that's because I'm a woman (laughs) I'm like a young woman in business I knew that I wanted to just cultivate that and take up that space but I had no idea that that meant co-working or that that meant meetups and things like that and it's just all come along so organically that yeah I love it like it's all about the journey and I think my journey's definitely been that kind of zigzaggy up and down oh god what am I doing yeah kind of thing I love that meme and there's um there's a graphic isn't it the life of an entrepreneur and it's it's just like (laughs) all over the place (laughs) completely that's me that's my day that's like my day-to-day life hour to hour yeah yeah (laughs) wake up I mean I'm sure you're sure you're the same and then and we can you know we'll talk about kind of how what you have to manage as well in terms of your mental health Mm. um and I was reflecting, um, I was doing a a podcast with Chloe Brothridge and she was talking about the fact that mental health is the health of your mentality. 100%. And it was just such a good reframe into, you know, we can be healthy some days and some days it's, you know, we need to work more on it or we need to be present with it. But that feeling that hour by hour, day to day, all we can be is present with ourselves. 100%. So if you are kind of like waking up and flying and like, yes, and then half an hour later you're crying into your yeah. bowl because, you know, somebody's unfollowed you. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. A hundred. In fact, my newsletter this week was all about that because, I mean, going off on a different tangent, I was very ill last week with my mental health. I took a massive hit. It was not good. It was not pretty. And I basically just said in this newsletter that, yeah, it's okay. It's okay to have days where you don't want to do it, where you Mm. don't want to be a business owner. When you're looking at Indeed and you're thinking, okay, let's go back to nine to fives because I need a a proper paycheck. I need like stability, whatever. It's okay to have those moments. Because I think there's this this misconception that do what you love, love what you do. Like, I I don't don't agree with that. BS. Or like, what is it? Um, Find something you love and never work again. And you'll never work again. Off. Yeah, like, you're gonna work. You have to work. Yeah. You have to graft. Yeah, that doesn't mean that. But it's the alignment, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. It's the alignment over the hustle, which is something 100%. I love to talk about. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. just that's yeah. me. That's yeah. me all over. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's as long as you kind of you know what you yourself want to do, mm-hmm. and you have a clear sense of self and a clear sense of purpose. Doesn't matter how you get there. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you do day to day or whether you're working three hours or six hours like it will happen oh my god and that's such for me particularly that is such a big because one of my trigger points Mm. is always around am I doing enough yes and it's such an old story it's and I'm I'm with it all the time you Mm -hmm. know and when I'm 
maybe doing something that might be taking the dog out for a walk at halfway through the day because I need to get yeah. out. And then you're thinking, oh, and then I'm really? like, hang on a minute, why am I not like at my computer just endlessly type, tapping on that keyboard? You're opening up a can of worms here yeah. because I will talk for hours. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the concept of time is is a con like it's yeah, a concept. it's a construct. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to adhere to it. We don't have to adhere to the nine to five. We don't have to limit ourselves to when and when we should be working. Mm. And we've had this conversation before, um, me and you, about the word should, mm. and that it shouldn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that itself doesn't really make. But should shouldn't be in our vocabulary. No. Because no one is doing what we've done before. No generation has kind of created these jobs, created these realities that we've created. So we have nothing to really... Like, we have no rule book to no, go by. we're building the runway as we go along. Yeah, but I think there is... There's definitely a pressure that we should be sticking to yeah. this this um, elusive rule book that generations before have created, but they just... They don't they don't work with us. No. Like, 14-hour days... Const- oh, sorry, Bunny. I've poking <laughs> in the head. Poof. <laughs> <laughs> 14 hour days working like constantly glued to your inbox constantly just just burning out yeah that doesn't work anymore no I mean I notice it when um when I I've got to a point and this is my guilty pleasure right I mm-hmm. stop at 5 30 watch neighbors and home and away that's just that's music hello I love I stop it at four I stop at four, put E4 on. E4 yeah. is like my guilt. It's not even a guilty pleasure. I'm a lovey, lovey. Yeah. I watch all the awful <laughs> American sitcoms. And just, yeah. Because otherwise, what are you doing? You're tapping away at a computer and you literally nothing is happening. Right. So I have to be really conscious with myself and present with myself. Mm. If nothing is getting done, just don't do it. Yeah. It's, and it just stop. That's something I've learned over the past year. I'd say it's a very much a new lesson to me of if... If the quality isn't coming out because you're pressuring yourself because you're like, I need to get this done. Like, I need to get this newsletter out because I said to people I would. Or just things that we've made up in our heads that are constructs and our kind of rules. Stop. Take a step back and just watch Queer Eye. (laughs) Just watch a bit. That's that's, uh, advice for the day. Watch a bit of Queer Queer Eye. Eye. Please just watch it and (laughs) your your life will be better. Right? And the thing is, what I love about that is if you're, say whatever it is that you're doing with that Mm. break, whether you're watching Queer Eye, whether you're watching (laughs) Neighbours, hello, whether you're watching, you know, whether you're going, yeah, (laughs) no sponsors, whether you're um, going out for a walk or reading a book or Mm. listening to a podcast, that inspiration will be coming from anywhere. When your body and your brain has a chance to just slow down. I always know that when the spaces is when most of my work is done. Yeah, exactly. And like I, I tell clients, I tell members all the time, you need to schedule in white space yeah. to your work week. Like, so for instance, Fridays for me, not this Friday because I have to pack down the space, but Friday afternoons, I don't do anything. Yeah. I just, I, I might read, I might listen to podcasts, I might do a bit of personal development, but Friday is kind of my white space day. And I just... I schedule that in to my work week so that I treat it like an important business meeting. So like I can't cancel it, I can't move it about. That's a really good way of I looking at it. I can't kind of, um, I can't put it off. I have to do it because otherwise I burn out. I burn out really quickly. I, I, I'm very kind of sensitive to, um, to, yeah, to like to the kind of pressures of working. So that's why I'm so hot on it. That's why I talk about it all the time. Yeah, it's Just, a, it's an act of self-care. Yeah, 100%. Oh, really and, important. And, and on self-care, self-care isn't just bubble baths and candles and expensive facials. And, and I think it's important to note that because it is... Self-care is kind of become... Well, it's the buzzword at the mm. moment, isn't it? And it's veering on the side of exclusive, inaccessible, yeah. privileged, 100% privileged... But it's not just about that. It's about just taking that time and putting yourself first. It's really important. And actually, um, I think I was re- reflecting another time about a client who felt guilty about having naps. Yes. Oh, my Lord. And yeah. actually, it's like, no, that is a fundamental no. point of self-care. If your body cannot do anything because you are so physically, yeah. emotionally, spiritually tired, 
go to sleep. Just go to sleep. <laughs> just go to sleep. Naps are the, the reset food button. of my day. <laughs> the food, <laughs> like, I love that. Just the food of my soul <laughs> are naps. And I, I 100% like resonate with that. Like I, I used to feel very guilty ab- about naps and about taking the dog for a walk in the middle of the day or just doing something that wasn't work during a work day. Mm. You do feel guilty, but it's investing in yourself. And it's all the work. Yeah, it's exactly. all the work. It's not selfish. There's, there's amazing thing about naps is even in that 20 minutes is that the body's going through, the unconscious mind will be going into a certain brain wave yeah. where it's coming up with creative ideas. Mm. So Salvador Dali used to do something where he'd have um, a pen in his hand or a, a piece of metal, yeah. probably a fork or something, and he'd go to sleep with it in his hand. Wow. And then as soon as it had dropped, because he dropped to sleep, it would oh, wake him up. I read about this. Yeah, yeah, so he could tune into his unconscious mm. mind. So you know what it's like when you, you fall asleep when you're on holiday, don't you? And yeah. you go into that kind of really weird yeah. dream state. And you and don't you, know if you're awake or yeah, asleep. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> but that's when we, we can really tune into mm. the creativity of the Definitely. unconscious mind. And, and like sleeping on it is the best thing you can do mm. when you have a big decision to make or you want to change direction but you don't know where to go sleeping is the best thing for that because yeah. we take we take so much information in all day every day that our brains need that moment to kind of pause and you're right kind of have that subconscious level going on and that's how I've come up with most decisions is like just sleeping on it and just kind of trusting your gut yes. in that respect but there's something that if you have a nap if you kind of lie on your bed in the middle of the day and you fall asleep within it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes you're um exhausted you're yes. sleep deprived oh so really if you fall asleep instantly you, you need more sleep That's i'm an advocate for my 12 hour sleeps and yeah like, i bloody love nine yeah. o'clock <laughs> seven o'clock in the morning i, know. Oh, I love any, it any time past 10 o'clock i'm like oh my god oh, i can't do it I can't. I really, I'm a granny. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, there's a couple of nanas sitting around the <laughs> yeah, table here. With our tea. Yeah, get our like, crochet blankets my on in a minute. My <laughs> my two pairs of socks. We're actually really cool. <laughs> we, we are in the middle of a snow day, but, well, I say a snow day, Brighton has nothing as usual. But yeah, I'm a granny and I love it. Yeah. And I think what's really nice about that is it's the realness of it, isn't mm. it? Because um, we were reflecting on before we got onto the call that... I, I want to get onto this subject of community over yeah. competition and um, the world we live in we can compare ourselves so often to other people who seem to have all of their shit together mm-hmm. they seem to have it all sorted out and actually <clears throat> when you're sitting at home in your PJs and you're like oh it's 5.30 it's time for neighbours am I feeling really <laughs> aspirational but you know what other people are doing that as well yeah. and that's okay they're just not showing it they're just not showing this it this is the thing like it's people and, and I do I'm 100% guilty of it you kind of base perceptions off of people's social media and everything like that but it's all a highlight reel it's not the full picture yeah. it's just tiny squares of people's lives that are the curated not I wouldn't say perfect version anymore because I think people are stepping away from that which is great like, yeah people there are has being to be more, more real hyper transparency yeah and absolutely. more and, and just truth and I think people are really honing in on that which is great but you, yeah, you're not going to show when you're in bed at half five watching Neighbours or... When or when you're having a really bad day, for example. Yes. And and in fact, that this week, I... So, as I said, like, last week I was quite poorly. Um, this week I've only posted once. Mm. And maybe... And in my head, I'm going because I don't want I don't want people to think that I'm weak. I don't want people to be like, oh, she's she's ill, she's mentally ill. Blah, See, blah. even that is it's it's crazy, it's ridiculous. isn't it? <laughs> but there's a thing that what I think is really important there is that some things are just for us. Yeah, I think there's a line. Yeah, and I mean, I am as honest and as transparent as I can be at all times. And I mean, like I wrote a newsletter about it this week, and the response I got was amazing. Mm. Like people just being like this is honest this is raw thank you like I needed it yes and I will only put things out there if I think it will help other people like I I won't kind of talk about too personal stuff if it's not going to help anyone because that's just that's just putting myself out on the firing line kind of thing almost and And it's also your own preservation and your own healing and and things that you need to look out for yourself you're right like there's there's you, there's there's things you want to keep for yourself and you don't want the world knowing when you've had arguments with your boyfriend or 
when the dog's ill and shitting everywhere <laughs> like no one wants to know that no. and sometimes it's you know I know I recognize them myself um because we were talking about being introverts as well because yes. you know every everybody's on a scale of introversion extroversion whatever mm. it is and every day is different I've been such an introvert and I just wanted to be quiet yeah yeah. And actually, what I've noticed is that's really helped my energy levels. Mm. Like yesterday, I was <laughs> I was being really annoying because I was just so excited. I was just over-the-top excited, but that's because I'd had time to yeah. recharge. Yeah, I was exactly the same yesterday. Exactly the same, like, just annoying George. Just like, I'm buzzing. Yeah. Why am I buzzing? Yeah. But it, it's compensating for the energy that you've put in. Yes. And I think it's important to realise when you're putting a lot of energy in something, you need to take that time to to rest and get that energy back I was going to say something and it's gone oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it was, it's going to pop in a minute um, so yeah let's talk about community yeah. over uh, competition because obviously one girl band was set up with this in mind mm-hmm. and your key values are around connection, 100%. support and empowerment aren't they and you know we live in a world where yes we can all set up any business that we want from anywhere in the world um you can do it on your own you can do it with people so why do you think community is so important i think so the notion of community over competition is it's it's the notion that we work better together rather than apart so we work better when we're like just businesses work better when we're working together rather than pushing other people down and community is it's the soul of everything yeah. and it's the soul of good businesses i feel like businesses that are good are the ones who serve others they're not kind of constantly thinking about profits and everything obviously it's important to think yeah. about that but at the heart of what they do is serving others and whether making, that's your customer or your yeah. the people that you work with yeah whoever that anyone is. the business touch kind mm. of thing and that's that's the purpose of it and i think community is just like i'll, I'll, I'll give an example so with the one go around space i we obviously had the bit of community before with the meetups and the socials and everything like that but I had no idea if people were actually going to want to pay to work somewhere and to be surrounded by everyone kind of thing. And I remember I spoke to a few people. I spoke to you. We spoke outside Flowerpot one day. And I was like, I want to do this. Yes. You're like, do it. Yes. Do it. <laughs> and it would not have happened if it wasn't for speaking to my actual community. So you and other friends and people who were coming to the meetups, it wouldn't have happened if I hadn't said to them, do you want this? Like, yeah. This is the idea I've had. Do you, is this something you want and all of them said yes we need that we're craving that we're craving this that's, connection and that's an interesting thing about how your community can help you grow your business from oh. its very inception point because when you ask people yeah. and you get that response if they just said no then then there would be no and you'd would be like no you just saved yourself a lot of money exactly you know there would there'd be no memberships there'd mm. be no income it would have failed instantly and like the whole point like just the whole conception of the space came around because of our community and the whole survival of the space is because of our community they make it what it is yeah and they make its purpose they they're the motivation they're the lifeline and it's just so important to focus on people and yes. to focus on building these actual human real connections and that's with your competitors as well like yeah. we all have to be helping each other and working together even if we are doing something similar like it's it's such a trick it's a minefield like it, it there's that kind of that feeling of oh I don't know I should keep an eye on them like I shouldn't really I shouldn't be pals of them because we're in a similar field no like exactly be just connect with them yeah. you don't know when you're going to need their help or when they're going to need your help like we the world would be a much better place if community was at the heart of mm. everything. Yeah. Just everything. It shifts, Politics, it shifts everything, doesn't it? Mm. You know, and then as you say, there's enough room for everybody around the table. Yes. Um, and and in when I talk about community in 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 the um, practical magic deck, I talk about nurture mm. because mm. the activation that goes with that is go and find somebody who you would see as your competition Mm -hmm. or somebody who you put yourself out there and go oh my god look at what they're doing I can never do it and connect with them yeah tell them 
what it is that you respect about them tell them that you think they're amazing and how they influence you or they inspire you Mm. and see if there's somewhere that you can work with them exactly exactly like it's I, I, I mean I always tweet about this I don't know why but just telling people that you admire them you don't know how much of a difference that makes mm. like just supporting them in a way that may not like we we have been taught that competition is evil that that everyone is our competition that we need to be um, rise higher than them and we need to push everyone down on the way yeah well, it says that that says that there's a lack mentality that there's mm. not enough to go around. Exactly, and, and actually, is. if you don't look after your stuff, somebody's going to steal it from yeah. you. Yeah, and the, that just that's it's archaic. It's an it outdated paradigm. Anymore. It's a very yeah. masculine yeah. Oh, way of thinking 100%. about patriarchal way, not masculine patriarchal yeah. way of thinking about it. A hundred percent, and like, but community over competition is basically just putting relationships before opportunity. Yes, and absolutely just thinking about others rather than how you're gonna get in front of them how you're gonna gain from it if that makes sense yeah do you think it is more of a feminist issue or the fact that we're doing we're in a really interesting time Mm. in the world where it is shifting much more to not matriarchal because it can't be one or the other but it's a what i have um learned along the way is when you bring in a more feminine um, attributes into business mm. whether that's empathy collaboration um, that that communication piece that actually when you've got those traits on the top of your um, as a CEO yeah. your bottom line is better so do you think it's a, a more feminist issue I I don't know I think so yeah because I I've got to be careful here I think as women we are I don't want to say better I think we're more suited to compassion to collaboration we're natural networkers and to listening and kind of making calculated risks and thinking about the long term like they're kind of our attributes that we are more suited to than men and I think to have those kind of qualities in a CEO, you're right, that does make mm. your bottom line better because then everyone's working together, everyone's collaborating, everyone's thinking of everyone else. There's no kind of there's no ego in it. I think typically as female entrepreneurs, we're more interested in creating purposeful, heart-led, problem-solving businesses with a focus on doing good. Mm. So I think by having all those attributes and being compassionate and good listeners and good communicators, everything like that, I think we do bring, I don't want to say better again, but we do, we bring a different perspective. It's a different dynamic, isn't it? And it's not necessarily to say that it's only women who do that because feminine um, attributes come in all forms. It's a wholeness. It's just dialing up that side of any attribute, isn't it? Exactly. Like I had a massive debate, it's not a debate, it was an argument in the pub last weekend with a guy who didn't want to call himself a feminist, he was an equalist, and I was like, okay, what, what's your reasoning? And he was like, oh, because I'm not a girl, like, I'm not feminine, and I was just like, oh man, come on. <laughs> and it's just, you're right, like, there's, there, you don't have to be a woman to be feminine, mm. or to bring those feminine attributes. So what advice would you give to people who maybe they're working on their own and they're craving community, mm. or they may feel a little bit not knowing how to start, what would your advice be? How to start in business? In creating a in community, creating whatever that is. I think, to begin with, in everything you do, you have to be 100% you. You have to just put yourself out there for a start, but it has to be true to you. It, it can't be this kind of fabricated version that you think other people would prefer or you think is similar to your competition and you've seen it work with them so you have to be that way it doesn't work like that like people will only connect with you if they trust you and Mm. it's the same with business people only buy from those who they trust so by kind of creating that trust you need to be 100% you so I would start there (laughs) be as much you as possible um and in terms of kind of creating a community, just just put yourself out there in a way that is true again, but 
you're kind of opening you're you're what's the word opening up the floor to yeah. everyone I think it's important there about allowing space for vulnerability because yes. there could be people out there and go oh well that sounds really simple yet I'm so terrified of even yeah. getting my because I you know I feel a certain way or I might be shy or mm. um, I might be an introvert mm. and so the idea of going and putting myself out there could feel really terrifying yeah you have to kind of go back to basics almost and kind of in in whatever content you do and kind of your events or anything like that you have to yeah just just help people yeah but, but and it's okay to say i don't know what i'm doing yeah. isn't I, it i say it all the time <laughs> i probably say it too much <laughs> you you everyone is winging it yeah everyone no one knows what they're doing as much as as much as it might seem like they know what they're doing, they don't know what they're doing. But what a joy when you get a group of people together that they don't know what they're doing. There's because just a they're... magic yes. in it. Like I say it all the time. I think it's in on all our marketing kind of copy, but there's a magic in a room full of women who are doing their own thing, don't have a clue what they're doing, but they're all in the same boat. Because the joy about that, and it becomes like this sacred geometry, doesn't yes. it? Is that there might be somebody else who does. Yeah. So that you can and then all they learn can a... help. Exactly. This thing, I everything I've learned. So all the kind of things I teach through my coaching and through workshops and content and everything like that, I have learned from my own experiences. But those own experiences have come from other women. Yeah. They've been intertwined with other women's experience, and they've. It's again community. Like I have learned everything from my community and kind of the women I surround myself with, and that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people who get it. Yes. People who understand what you're doing and I think because that that's a very hard thing when you first go into business or you're self-employed you're doing your own thing family members friends partners even they might not really understand what you're doing because it is such a new kind of um it's it's a new direction Mm. as I say like this is kind of the first generation to be these multi-hyphenates to to be creating these kind of careers and it can be such a drain when you're having to explain again and again. And also trying to justify yeah. somebody else's fears because they would never do it. Yes. That is one of the biggest challenges I had when I was starting. One of the biggest. And it's you're right, it is just because they're too scared. Yeah. They're like, oh, I can do like, that. Are you sure? Like, yeah. that seems a bit risky. And you're like, oh my God, it's a bit risky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, when I was starting to do the, the Kickstarter campaign... Yeah. My other half, I mean, bless him, he's been so supportive, but I think he thought I was mental. He was like, he kept saying, are you sure? Like, you know, it seems a bit big. And I was like, yes, yes it is. That's what I want. And so I knew what I, I would get in the, in the pub and I would literally just blast him with my energy yeah. about it. And he was like, there was no denying no. that I was going to whatever, however I was going to do it, whether it I failed or not, yeah. I, this was something I had to do. Yeah. And it's difficult to maintain that energy all Definitely. the time, isn't it? it and it, it, it's difficult to maintain it when there is that drain, mm. when there's those people going, oh, I don't know if you should, or like, oh, that, that sounds big. Yeah. Because I had it um, last year, and again, I haven't told anyone, but I was writing a book proposal, and I was, I was telling no one, I was kind of just telling my family, um, just telling my friends kind of thing, and every single one of them gave me this face like, oh, it's a bit big. <laughs> Like, are you sure? Every so single isn't it? And they're because not doing it out of maliciousness. No, they're putting themselves in their shoes yeah. and going, oh, would I do a that? Book? Are you, what? That's, I could never no, do that. I could, that was it. I could never do that. That yeah. was kind of the comment. And then you think, oh, I can't do it then. I, that, I can't do that. But you have to you have to pinpoint when you're feeling like that and you have to think okay is that the truth can I not do this or is it just that narrative mm. from those people and my inner critic and everything mm. like that am I just feeding off of that narrative yeah most times it's never the truth yeah you can you can do anything I also I project myself into the future mm. and I kind of do the sliding doors moment of yes. what would happen if I did or I didn't oh I love that you know yeah. so if I didn't like I'd always be there it would have been eating away at me that this mm. thing has never come out definitely and that's and I kind of think back to so at the beginning at the end of last year so 2017 um new year time I, it's going to sound ridiculous, but I felt very disappointed in myself. I felt like I hadn't kind of achieved what I wanted to achieve this year. And I've been taking that feeling and thinking, okay, I don't want to feel that again. So I have to do these things, even if they're scary, even if they're too big, even if some part of me thinks it's not going to happen, I have to try because I don't want to feel that feeling again, that feeling of, 
I could have done like if I had just been brave or if I had I don't know it's always a if 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 but that there's there's definitely I think there is such a fear in failing around at the moment and I I have oh it with my clients God. I talk to them all my clients yeah. the show as you do all the time yeah and that the, the fear of making the wrong decision or mm. the fear of putting yourself out like there's just so much fear around that if we took the focus off the fear and put the focus on the positive and it's so much easier said than done but if we rather than going around all day thinking I can't do that I can't do this like I just can't do it if we think okay I can do it and make ourselves believe it what like how much good are we gonna do with that but like if you think how much kind of how much we I don't want to say how much we don't get done but how much we push away because we let ourselves believe that we can't do it well the amount of times you amount of time you spend thinking about the things that you can't do yeah you could actually just be like fuck it I'm just gonna do it (laughs) yeah exactly you have to have that fuck it moment yeah that kind of I'm just gonna do it if I fail I fail yeah I don't think failure is a thing I I, it's not it's it's totally not everything is lessons Mm. and I always remember my dad saying to me he says it now still he's like everything is a lesson in life Mm. and I'll be like shut up like no it's not like that's such a dadism to say but it is yeah I don't tell him that but (laughs) And I always say as well that because um, people, you know, they'll come to me and they'll say, mm. I'm just so worried. I can't trust myself. Mm. I'm so scared of making a wrong decision. Yeah. And I always say that there's no such thing. No. It's no. just a decision. Exactly. And when you decisions get on the other lead to different, like, sliding yeah. doors moment. Different decisions lead to different moments. And when you're on the other side, when you're kind of past that decision, you think, okay, m- maybe I should have made a different decision. But it doesn't matter because I'm here now. I can get, I can go anywhere. Well, our life is like one of those organic gram trees, isn't yes. it? It's just like which which way we choose. <laughs> yeah. Yes, no. Did you do this? Yes, no. Go back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and life isn't linear. We no. kind of we have this weird. The same with time. We have this weird concept mm. that you know there's a right. There's one path of doing something, and it's going to lead to enlightenment yes. and success. And, and no, we've been conditioned to think that like with school. You, you you do your A-levels, you go to uni, you get married, you have kids, you get a good job, you retire, and then you die. Like, it makes me want to vomit. I don't want that. I've never wanted that. And I remember thinking, I'm such a weirdo for thinking that at school. Like, all these people getting really excited about uni, getting just, like, just really into it and thinking, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to read English or whatever. And I was just like, that's great for you, but I don't want to do that. Mm. I can't, I don't even want to be here right now. I don't want to go do a different, I don't want to extend my education because I knew back then that I could learn so much more in life than going to school and I have like I wouldn't be where I am now if I'd gone to uni but there is such there's such a kind of conditioning that that's the way we have to go in order to be successful and I think even though we are self-employed and we are doing our own thing there's still that little Mm. thing in the back of our brains going well, even though you are doing your own thing, you still need to follow that line. That get a job, get a good job, get yeah. get good money. Money is a big, big value that we've put on ourselves, and I'm a hundred percent guilty of it. Like I still, I have to catch myself when I'm thinking, "Oh, I'm a failure because I haven't made my targets or anything like that." And that's something we need to move away from there's just there's no rules there's no rules here throw them out (laughs) it's what I call being a soulful rebel because you're doing it in your own way yeah march of your own drum yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um I want to talk a little bit about boundaries because um community is fantastic we know that sometimes we have to tune into ourselves around who we have around us mm. and making sure that it's not about who can sit with us and who can't no 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 but and I'm very much against the you can't yes. sit with us kind of ideal but you have to be slightly careful sometimes if you're in a a community and some I, you know working with people and I've recognized this before of if something's triggering you yes. how you put a boundary around your own self-care your own preservation mm. and making sure that they're you're not giving it all away so what have you noticed about that or is that not something that's come up in wild girl band i i don't know if it's come up within our community as such like just kind of specifically in one girl band i think it's it's a feminine issue i do like i think we 
I think it's a human issue yeah. even just that feeling of being triggered by someone and that kind of like you you're on social media and you see your mate just got a really cool collaboration and there is that little part of you that goes oh, why wasn't that me mm-hmm. and I think that's human that's natural but we need to look at ourselves when we think that and we need to go okay am I working as efficiently as I can am I doing what I actually want to do and am I on time? Am, am I making the steps to make that thing happen? They're kind of the questions I ask myself. And then I ask myself, do I want that? Do I want what she's got? Do I want kind of the opportunity she's getting? And most of the time I don't, but I just, I want it at the moment because it looks cool. Yeah. But my kind and of. And the old ego plays tricks, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And, but we all have different versions of success. I talk about this a lot, but we all have different North Stars, kind of what we're aiming for, what we want to get to when we can finally go, I'm successful, like I'm living my best life kind of thing, as the kids say. (laughs) Um, And we're all so individual in that respect that we're all going to have different journeys, we're all going to have different opportunities. And it's about remembering that when we kind of have those moments of, oh, why isn't that me? Yeah. Or she's so much better because she's got that. I always say thank you because it's the point you're such a nice person (laughs) not all the time there's a lot of thought that goes there beforehand which I don't talk about but you know just thank you for highlighting a bit like you were saying it's like it's the opportunity Mm. to be able to go hang on let me just check in with myself yeah am I you know what's going on here what is this about me and also how am I looking after myself yeah Exactly. Because I know in my lowest moments, if I've not looked after myself or haven't done any exercise, meditation, whatever mm. that is, then that's when the fear can creep in and it's like yeah. it, it, it's sneaky and it can mm. get in there, can't it? It's all a reflection on ourselves. And it's the same when people say shitty things to you and when mm. those comments and those kind of digs, it is reflecting on them. It's what they're feeling and they're just putting it onto you. They're projecting. Yeah. As therapists love to say, they're projecting on you. <laughs> And that's all it is. And you just have to, you have to have that moment where you think, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. I need to stay in my lane. Like stay in my lane is one of my, it's on my vision board around the corner. (laughs) It's just a, it's something we have to be doing this for ourselves. If we're doing it for other people and we're doing it to get the same opportunities other people and, and just not thinking for us, we're not going to enjoy it. Mm. We're not going to last. And there's something there about that's when your community really is there for you. Yes. Because you can t- you can say to them, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. And it's like doing that trust game, isn't it? Yeah. And like just allowing yourself <laughs> to fall back and they're like, we've got you. Yeah, you're 100%. Here. Everyone has these feelings. You're not alone in it. And I think once you kind of say to be, it, it happens at the space every day. Like a girl will come in and she'll just be like, mm. I'm feeling this. Like, what's going on? Everyone will say, I'm feeling exactly the same. Yeah. I felt like this last week. You'll get through it. And it's just having those people around you, whether that's physical or online or you don't even there's there's such a there's a big thing at the moment about like finding your tribe and things like that but I think if you don't want to have a tribe that's okay yeah like if you if your family are those people that's great if your friends are those people that's great but we don't have to be putting ourselves in these networks all the time if you actually don't want to do it like I feel like it's very trendy at the moment yeah to be in a network it's always about checking in with yourself isn't 100%. it and just checking in with like oh, how does this actually make yeah. me feel if I've got this IBS going on at the moment <laughs> why is that yeah yeah exactly and it's just it's just being aware like yeah. just having that self-awareness I think self-awareness is kind of the thing I I a couple of years ago I would have been like no like well, that's, that's woo woo don't need it kind of thing but then going into therapy like having someone to speak to you and just just learning all this personal development stuff like really just devouring it all I'm a much better person mm. for it and that has yeah. come from education and just just allowing yourself to be and self-awareness is the number one thing that allows us to be present with every single moment Mm. and in that moment when you're like i'm i'm just feeling really shit today yeah and that's okay that's okay that's fine i'm not a bad business owner because i need to put my laptop away for the day or i'm not i'm not worth i'm not unworthy because i need a day off or a week off or a month off like i took all of december i know you did i was like go lola i mean i say i took it off i like it was like half off it's never off it's never off but 
I I needed that because I was hating it. Mm. I, I hated business at that time. Like I needed to get that itch back. And taking that month off, just stepping back and doing things that weren't businessy, like writing for me. Mm. I haven't written for me in so so long. In fact. Laura, I've signed up to her writing course because... Laura I mean, Jane Williams. What? We love name her. Name drop, name <laughs> drop. Like, I've signed up to her writing course because I need to write for me. Yeah. Because if I'm just writing for business... Oh, I, love, I love writing my content, but it gets very tunnel vision. But there's also something about writing for yourself is like a communicate, a communion yeah. with your soul. Yeah, and it's another self-awareness. Yeah. It's, it's another kind of avenue of that. But taking that month off just got that itch back and it allowed me to be excited about yeah. business again but again that was a hell of a lot of guilt to get to that point of mm-hmm. I can take a month off I mean yeah it's not easy <laughs> it's not easy so what's next then lady for one girl band and community for you so community in general we want to grow it we want to we want basically to be one of the biggest kind of female entrepreneurs and community out there of course as I was saying it is a big trend at the moment to kind of have these networks which is great I'm not banging that at all in fact that's actually like another kind of community over competition thing I always get emails from people being like oh this this group's popped up it's very similar to one girl band what are you thinking I'm thinking great yeah brilliant yeah (laughs) we need people that can be helped because everyone's got their own flavor haven't they exactly it's like it's the whole no one is you and that is your power thing like everyone is it might look similar on the outside but everyone has different ways of doing things and that's why there is enough room at the table yeah because no one's doing things a set way no one's I mean if someone's copying you exactly and replicating everything you do that's a whole other kettle of fish but there's just there's room for everyone like we were saying but um in terms of one girl band we are trying I say trying I'm trying to get investment for a new premises because where we are at the moment it's great and we were so so lucky with that but we've outgrown it we outgrew it kind of six months in which was a surprise to me a shock to me happy 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 shocks happy shocks um so yeah we are kind of looking for first seed or maybe crowdfunding i still need to decide but we basically want a new premises by the summer um so that it's larger more accessible because we're on the second floor at the moment which isn't the most accessible for people in wheelchairs and um, just making it what we envision it to be this mm. beautiful inclusive um, reasonably priced space so that's kind of the first the first look, bit of money we need and then we want to take it over the country so I want Bristol Margate Manchester Glasgow to have one go band spaces and I haven't chosen London for a reason mostly because I don't want to be in London. Like, I love London. There's, like, I go up there twice a week. Like, I love it. But I think our communities are the ones who are in the smaller cities who don't have access to these kinds of spaces. Yeah. And also there's something about harnessing the community of those spaces mm. because they're incredibly creative spaces as well. Yeah. They're ecosystems. Mm. They're kind of everyone... I think it's something like 80% of members at our space have gotten work from other members, either through word of mouth, recommendations, or direct hiring. Yeah. So it's when you go to these spaces, you're growing your business and your confidence. And that's kind of, that's like our tagline, as it were. need to come up with a better one, a more cool one. But that's basically what we do, because you make money by being there. Yeah. And I think by giving those opportunities to the smaller cities, it makes it more impactful. And I mean, who knows? Maybe we will be in London at some point. But it's it's just very important for me that we are as inclusive as possible. And the, the reason why we're going after this money is so that we can be, we can offer more support. So we've got our events at the moment, but I want to do courses. I want to have scholarships for girls who can't quite afford it but know that they'll be able to afford it in a year and we can go for their business plan and everything like that like I I just want to just want to really make a mark on female entrepreneurship Mm. because it's the way forward yeah 
not bad for somebody who's winging it, huh? Oh, completely <laughs> winging it. So winging it. <laughs> so that's amazing. And um, so we really, I can't wait to watch this space because I know it's it's going to do good things, do lady. Good things. So just <laughs> as we round up, I want you to give us your go-to tips in terms of self-care, aside from watching Queer Eye at four o'clock of an afternoon. Just watch Queer Eye. That's all Queer you Eye. need. Jonathan is just, oh. <laughs> my, yeah. Um, my... Uh, boundaries boundaries is a big thing I know I probably didn't really answer your question earlier but boundaries is the thing that I've really honed in on the last couple of years and just having office hours office hours are my saviour but say like working choosing what hours to work and making that clear putting it on your email signature telling all your clients I'm not available outside of these hours don't reply outside of those hours the secret is everyone's like cool yeah no one's like oh Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah. that's brave. If I, if I have a client that calls me out of those hours, just don't love you clients, yeah. but I just don't answer. Yeah, no, I don't, no. I don't. I, it's just, I, me and Lisa were having this conversation, like if you see a WhatsApp from a client and you know you don't have the energy to kind of put into that reply, just don't reply until you do. And mm. I mean, like obviously don't wait weeks kind of thing. Yeah. But boundaries are just so, so important. So that would be my number one. And then my second one would just take the time, schedule in that time to just, be you not be business owner not be creative just just be you um in fact one of my kind of I don't I never set myself resolutions but the one kind of um what's the word the one thing I wanted to achieve this year and kind of stepping away from business was to have an identity outside Mm. of being a business owner because it's been my life it's been my life since I was 19 and it's what people know me for Mm. and that's great and I I want this to be my legacy I want this to kind of be on my deathbed I'm thinking oh great that's what I've done brilliant but I also want to be me yeah for a little bit and just I mean, I'm, I'm still I'm still very young. <laughs> like, I, I still need to find that kind of sense of identity even more so outside of my business. And it, it's okay to step away yeah. for a little bit. Yes. For a month, for a week, for a day. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And then finally, <laughs> um, what music do you listen to? Or what track would be that thing that when somebody puts it on, you're like, I cannot sit down. Oh my god, that's like asking what my favourite <laughs> word is. Oh, I'm just gonna say what my thing is at the moment. Yes, do it. So damn Kendrick Lamar, that's just been on constantly. That's on constantly in our house for like the past week. The track off of that. Oh DNA. So second one, DNA. That I just listened to that and was like, yeah, yes, I'm doing it. And any Beyonce, Beyonce, Queen big. Just put it on when you're doing your accounts and it makes it go so much quicker. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my God. Just I press play that. and I'm like, fuck it. I don't have any money, but I don't care. I'm going to be on Channeling, channeling, channeling. But music is a big part of my life. Like yeah. that's my motivator. Um, and yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the Thank podcast you. today. You're Thank a true you, inspiration. I'm sorry for the different tangents. That's kind of how I my brain works. Tangents. That's how life works. <laughs> So thank you for joining me on the Practical Magic podcast today. I do hope you've enjoyed the interview with myself and Lola Hode. If you want to find out more about Lola and One Girl Band, you'll find all the links and the resources to the show in the show notes at www.katetaylor.co forward slash podcast. And if you've enjoyed the show, do please leave us a review on iTunes and rate and subscribe. Not too much to ask, right? So thank you for joining me. I will look forward to speaking with you again next week. And also, if you want to find out more about my work and practical magic and all things to do with the activation deck I'm bringing into the world, then do head over to www.practicalmagicliving.com.